0: Hi, I'm Chris, and I like old-school wrestling. Do you like to sit around for a while? Found yourself a little pet crocodile? Do you like to just live in the moment? Do you like the stars and
1: move in the comments? What do you like, do you like? What do you like, do you like? What do you like, do you like? What do you like? Do you like? Welcome to What Do You Like, the podcast where we get to know a person through their passions and hobbies. I'm your host, Jeremy Zaha, and today on the podcast we have someone who I have known my whole life. Uh, it's one of the the few people that can say they've known me my entire life. They they have that that gift they've been bestowed on them by the gods. Um, he is. Uh, I think it's a spoiler. He's part of my family. Um, and he plays a very influential role in my life. And part of that influence we're going to be talking about today. We are talking to someone who you may know from the local, uh, Chicago cover band, uh, bar scene. Uh, (laughs) you may know him from the random, uh, Facebook group. Um, following jim Cornette, uh you may know him from the talkative person from down the street today you're going to know him from the what do you like podcast i like to give a warm welcome for my uncle the one the only chris zaha welcome to the podcast chris
0: thank you for having me thank you for having me uh i i hope nobody knows me from the uh talkative guy from down the street
1: well, well i'm i'm sure i, I was once told um, I might be in our genes. I was once told in college that I was the person that, uh, as I walked through campus, everyone kind of spotted me. They're like, oh, I, even even people I don't know, there'd be other people that would talk about me. and be like, oh, you mean that guy? I think it's just in our genes that we're just like, they'll point us out in the crowd and we're just like recognizable.
0: Yeah. And you, you by go.
1: far, are way more outgoing than I am. Um, <laughs> so I can imagine that. But we're not here to talk about our how, how many people know us or anything like that. Right. We're talking about something that um, has been a huge influence on my life, and partly because of you. We're here to talk about the the sport of kings, professional wrestling. Awesome. <laughs> to start off, like we've talked about professional wrestling before, but um, I think... I don't think a spoiler, I am your nephew, so you're a little bit older.
0: A um, little bit, a little bit.
1: <laughs> so you're coming from a, a different generation, which is the, right. the fun part about this. Um, So I guess just to get started, where do you remember professional wrestling entering your life?
0: All right, so the first time I remember watching it, and I don't, it was either 79 or 80, so it's, it was a long time ago. And I happened to walk downstairs and AWA wrestling was on. And it was either, <clears throat> um, it was Nick Bockwinkle for sure. I don't remember who he was wrestling. For the longest time, I thought it was Spike Huber, but now I don't I don't think it was him. But nevertheless, it was Nick Bockwinkle. And right when I saw it for the first time, I'm like, what, what's all this about? What's going on here? And your my dad, your grandfather was like, ah, he's wrestling. Ah. I'm like, all right, sweet. This looks awesome. And I was just immediately hooked right away. First time I watched it and I've been hooked ever since almost over 40 years ago now.
1: So my grandfather, your father was just casually watching it and you've never, you'd never seen it before.
0: Not, to, not that I recall. Nope. Nope.
1: Um, was there anyone else in the family that's at that moment was into wrestling?
0: No, not that I know of. I don't think so. Um, Ronnie wasn't, Lisa definitely wasn't, uh, mom wasn't, Alan wasn't, to my, not, none of them were, I think it was just dad. And uh, if they happen to be watching it, they just have to be in the same room. I don't think they actively sought out wrestling every Sunday, but he did.
1: Gotcha. So was it like a, something you were able to, because I mean, we come from a large family on, on your side. Was it right. something that like you could do, like some way to connect with grandpa?
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Cause we didn't watch sports. Uh, Like they watched the Cubs, but they weren't like, again, they weren't like really active fans and I didn't watch any sports at all. Um, But we always, wrestling was like our bonding time. And by bonding time, I mean, we were both in the same room watching wrestling at the same time. Like we weren't necessarily like when we first started watching it, like when I first started watching it, we wouldn't sit there and like discuss it. We would just kind of watch it and be like, all right, that's cool. It wasn't until a few years later when I started to like really become like a hardcore fan that we would sit there and like talk about like, you know, wrestlers that he grew up watching or, you know, wrestlers he watched in years past. And that we it became more of um, a bonding per se.
1: So uh, this was back when uh, for
0: the younger listeners, this
1: is back where there was what? How many? Three, four channels
0: on TV? Yeah, there was um 2579 1132 and 44 and I only know 44 cuz that's where I found wrestling. Um so there may have been a couple more than that but not that I know of. So what
1: was what was wrestling like? Were you like one of the few people that like watch wrestling among your your peers or was it a, a big thing cuz I know around the early 80s it wasn't like it wasn't like the later 80s.
0: Right. I didn't hear anybody at school talk about watching wrestling until like 85. Um, and like when I started watching, like I was still, this is like 80, 81, 82. Like I was pretty, sh- like in school, I was kind of like shy, which is funny knowing me now. Um, but I would never have gone up to another kid and say, hey, did you watch a Ken Patera yesterday? Like the, we, we didn't talk about stuff like that.
1: What was it like? The Like how did you find out when people started watching wrestling? Was it just like more chatter?
0: Around just school? Just chatter. Yep. We'd be like, waiting to get into school. So I'll be like, you see Barry Wood of Mike Rotundo yesterday? I'm like, oh my God, you watch wrestling? Because it's not like football and baseball. Because everybody watches football and baseball. Um, whereas like wrestling's like more of an, especially back then. Now it's a little more acceptable for lack of a better term. Um, back then, people didn't really watch wrestling. It wasn't until like Hogan started to get big that people just watched it especially around my age group, like lots of kids are watching it. I'm like, oh, my God. And then, you know, because I collected like all the magazines. So I'm like, hey, did you know that Randy Savage and Lady Poffo are brothers? They're like, get the hell out of here. They're not brothers. I'm like, no, no, I read it in Pro Wrestling Illustrated. I'll show you. <laughs> and they're like, dude, what's the matter with you, nerd? <laughs>
1: so you were known as like the, the, the wrestling kid. Almost. Yes. Yeah. It, oh,
0: it, God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: What, uh, wh- what was that like? It's like a. Uh... And, like, the hierarchy of the school.
0: Oh, I just – I think there would be, like – so this, like, elementary school and junior high, there was, like, um like jocks, then nerds, then whatever smart – whatever it was, uh, whatever the cliques were. Something like that. You're kind of miscellaneous. Like, you're not really a sports kid. You're definitely not a jock, at least not me. Um, you're not cool, <laughs> but you're not – such a, you know, outcast that people don't talk to you. So you're kind of like in your own little subcategory.
1: You'd be surprised how many people I think fit into that like subcategory. Sure. Like, I think the, the click idea is not as clear cut as I think TV makes it out to be, at least not in my experience. I don't think many experiences. Right. How did you, were there, so like before, um, the 85. Was there, like, a, a single other person you talked to wrestling with at school? Was it, No. Was it, like, the one person? Oh, there's nobody.
0: I, I'm trying to think. So, this is <sighs> – no. I think we talked about, um, like, maybe the Von Ericks, But even still, that was, like, 83, 84. So, that's when Hogan was getting right. big. So, not really. Like, again, in, like, 82, I nobody – I didn't talk to any kid about anything in wrestling. Cause at that point up until 83, I only knew the AWA cause there wasn't, I didn't have cable. So I didn't know who Ric Flair Hulk or I knew Hulk. Hogan. I knew Ric Flair was. I knew Bob back was. I didn't know any of those people.
1: I think that's really interesting to, to think. Like again, there's so few channels, but also like wrestling was so segmented. Like yeah. unless, unless you read the magazines, which it looks like you started to read like, yeah. You'd have no idea what's going on in New York, what's going on in Texas, what's going sure. on in the West Coast.
0: Yep. Yeah, that, it was a, it was a, for me, like I not till, and I know we're not talking about like current product, but like not till like years later had I ever even heard of a Wrestling Observer or Pro Wrestling Torch. I know anything about any of the quote unquote like smart magazines or newsletters. I only knew what I read in Pro Wrestling Illustrated or Wrestling's Main Event or whatever. Even though I knew at that point that wrestling had like predetermined outcomes, um, I still only got my news from those sources because I didn't know there was another subgenre of like smart fans out there. You know, I just assumed everybody got their information from Bill Aptor. I didn't I didn't know otherwise. (laughs)
1: I mean, I think, I think that's, that's pretty interesting. I, one thing you just highlighted right there, like you knew it was predetermined at any point. Did you think like, this is a legitimate sporting contest?
0: Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Up until probably like, here's the thing, dude, like even up to like 87 or 88, which I was like 13 and 14, I knew it wasn't on the level, but I still hoped that there was some realism involved. Like my my the example I use is that when Ted DiBiase came into the WWF as a million dollar man, I so bet because I only knew him from Mid South and other promotions prior to that, and he wasn't rich then. But I, I had worked myself into thinking that he got a settlement from his father who died (laughs) and that's why he was like even at 14 i'm like well maybe he really is rich because you and even today i still try to like oh, maybe this is legit maybe that because i i don't want to watch wrestling and sit there and analyze it and point out all the uh you know idiosyncrasies that they're missing out on or whatever i i do that enough in my normal life so when i watch wrestling i just want to turn my brain off and be like okay this is all legit and whatever as far as like me thinking it was actually one hundred percent real, probably like eighty three or eighty four was when I was like, "Eh, I don't think this is real." <laughs> so but how like, yeah, Go ahead. how old were you there? Like nine or ten.
1: Okay, I think that's that's pretty normal. A lot of times I think wrestling kind of falls in the category uh, if there's small children listening, uh, cover years, falls yeah. into the category of Santa Claus, right? I think where when you're young you can you can just believe the magic right but it it doesn't it it doesn't take a rocket science to realize hey wait a minute if someone grabs you by the arm and pushes you towards the rope you're not just like a run towards the While you're rope
0: are you bouncing back yeah, yeah. and like <laughs> like that just
1: it just doesn't that doesn't make sense right um but that's not why people watch
0: it right uh
1: was there like a, like, what was your thought process when you, when you kind of realized like, this is not on the up and up? I didn't care. I didn't, it okay. didn't,
0: it didn't, it didn't change my viewing habits or anything. I'm like, all right, well it's not real. Cause even when I was like younger, like when I was like eight or nine, like I would see, like they did an angle or like Jerry Blackwell splashed Greg Gagna on the cement floor. And, um, Ronnie's like, oh, that, he's like, that was so fake. I'm like, no, that was real. The other stuff was fake. Like I convinced myself that that just that, Move there. That was real, but all the other stuff was phony. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> that, that, that was real though. And he's like, oh no, it's, what? No, is that how it works? I'm like, okay, well, whatever. I think it was real. So I and I sometimes I would just tell myself that because I just wanted to suspend disbelief, and, it, and I didn't yeah. even know what that term meant at the time, you know? Yeah,
1: I mean, it, it seems like wrestling was very much like an, an escape, and like you just wanted sure. to be entertained. Sure. Um. So growing up. Again, you were one of four in the house, right?
0: Right, and then we'd have like a kid rotating in every few months or every couple years, (laughs) like someone come live with us. So there was four or five of us in a house at the time. So was uh,
1: was wrestling kind of like an escape? Like, okay, there's a lot going on out here. I know at this time, I can just sit down and watch wrestling.
0: Uh, Nah, it was. I mean, it was an escape, but it wasn't an escape from the. Multiple people in the house. I mean, they, we all like everybody was like a little bit older than I was, um, so they were kind of doing their own thing, anyways. Like we didn't, you know, Alan was so much older; he was out doing stuff. And if Steve was living with us, he was definitely out doing stuff. So um, our interactions were kind of like limited. Like there wasn't, um, like, I'm trying to think of the right word. I don't want to say bullying, but like I was like, like you hear about like younger brothers and sisters getting pushed around and stuff. I, I didn't have to deal with that. So there was nothing for me, to, nothing for me to escape from. Other than just you know, I want to watch wrestling. You know,
1: gotcha. And uh, you mentioned Ronnie, my uncle, my other
0: uncle, your brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did,
1: did he frequently, whenever you watch wrestling, come up to you and say like, uh, "You know, that's not
0: no, all right?" Okay, no, no, he no. That I, I, you know what? I, I, I didn't interact. I didn't deal with that much. He, like I would get it in school. They're like, "You know, that's fake." I'm like, "Okay, I don't care." They're like, all right, and they would they would move on. Like they would tell me. And I don't know if they thought that I didn't know or what, because <laughs> I'm like, all right, I know. They're like, oh, okay. And then they just go do something else. I'm like, yeah. not, not reinventing the wheel. I kind of do that already.
1: Yeah. I, I will say this, even when I grew up, uh, that was pretty frequent too.
0: That, uh, yeah. That, and, and that's fine. I don't, you know what? People that don't watch it, I don't begrudge it. And they still, to this day, I'm 46. They still like, you know, that stuff's fake, right? I'm like, yes. They're like, why do you watch it? I'm like, why do you watch movies? Yeah, it's not real right i'm like i don't watch wrestling due to for its realism you know same as you don't watch spider-man for its realism you watch it because you want to be entertained for an hour or two hours or three hours on a monday whatever it is now
1: yeah uh (laughs) yeah that that is a, a real thing for those who don't watch wrestling there's now at this point in time there's uh, you could basically it'd be to be a full time job to keep up with all the weekly wrestling.
0: It's unbearable. I couldn't do it, <laughs> I, and I wouldn't want to. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, so we're now in the late '80s. Wrestling is kind of like in a huge boom period. It's now cool to talk about it. Yeah. Um, what was it like? So now you went. You were in high school. In the late 80s, early 90s, right? Yep, yep. How was wrestling kind of viewed in the high school realm?
0: It, uh, at, so I went to Hersey High School in Arlington Heights, for anybody that uh, is curious. um, Nothing. I mean, it, there wasn't like any kind of like – um, uh, what's the word? There wasn't kind of like any preconceived notion about like wrestling or wrestling fans or whatever. Like I knew a kid that had a Roddy Piper shirt. I my friend Larry, who I'm still friends with to this day, and we still talk about wrestling. Yeah. We would talk about wrestling all the time. Um, it was almost like if you were to compare it to something, maybe the way kit maybe the way gamers are now, how they talk about like, you know, the new Call of Duty, the new Spider Man Miles Morales game, whatever. I think that's kinda how we were looked at. Like we would talk about wrestling, and I never had any kid like come up to us like in mid conversation, be like, Oh, that shit's fake. It's just like That's just what we talked about, you know. It was just something else that entertained some high school kids.
1: I think that that that's interesting in that like you have that friend that you talked to wrestling, and he's still your friend today. Do you think was wrestling kind of what brought you two together?
0: Uh no. We he he had his locker next to mine in my gym class, and (laughs) he's like, Hi, my name's Larry. I'm like, hi, I'm Chris. And that, that was our introduction. And, then, <laughs> and that's how we that's literally how we, we became friends. But then we found out I found out that he watched wrestling. but like, You watch wrestling? Or, or vice versa. I can't remember exactly how it, it happened. Um but yeah, then we both found out we were both wrestling fans, and I'm like, Oh my god, this is great. And we like to this he texted me yesterday, he's like, You know to the Royal Rumble? I'm like, Well, I have a network, so no, but I, <laughs> I have to work anyways. So we're still over 30 years later, still having the same dumb conversations. You know, and so I think like we're Larry and I, like we're really, really close. So it's hard. I can't say that wrestling is what keeps us as friends because it's not, but it is something we talk about all the time. All the time,
1: I think, and then that makes sense. I think we become friends with some have similar interests with, with us because if we don't, we have nothing sure. to talk about, right? Um, and I think that seems to be something that was early on discussion topic because like I have yeah. friends that I mean uh you know Jake a f- uh, former yep. guest in the podcast I kind of yep. knew Jake a little bit in elementary school I wasn't uh, uh super close with him but like he was within like my my realm but I think it wasn't until I found out that he liked wrestling that we really started like talking and now I consider him one of my best friends to this day yeah. um i think there are those people that once you find that interest you, you, you share with someone that right that's something you lock on to
0: and, and and the same thing like with with wrestling and i equate this to something else too like if you're a heavy metal fan okay if you're a heavy metal music fan everybody listens to black sabbath everybody listens to iron man everybody listens to Judas priest and that's cool, but that's, not, it's not like if it's way that's like a Motorhead fan, like that's, they're my favorite band. So I'm using them as the example, but I see like to every 15 Judas Priest shirts I see out in the wild, I'll see maybe one Motorhead shirt. So I feel like it's almost like, again, it's almost like a, a sub genre in the heavy metal genre. It's like, Hey, we like Black Sabbath, but then there's a few people that listen to Motorhead too. It's the same thing with wrestling. Everybody watches sports. If you live in Chicago, you're a Cubs fan, or you're a Sox fan. There's zillions of people that watch that, but there's maybe hundreds of thousands that watch wrestling. So it feels like you're part of like a, um, a, a, I don't want to say elite, because there's nothing elite about being a wrestling fan, but you're part of like an elite group, you know? Uh, And you know, there's other people that don't watch wrestling. They're they're not, they're not going to get it. They're not going to understand. You're like, well, you don't get it. With baseball, everybody gets it. You swing a bat and you win, whatever. But with wrestling, it's just a completely different animal. So you feel like you're on like a different level, not necessarily a better level, but a different level.
1: Yeah, and I, I it's like a, it's a way you can immediately connect with someone. Like there, because it is so, like because of subgenre, it's a way you can immediately, if if you watch wrestling, we're already on a wavelength that other people wouldn't be on.
0: Right. Sure. And then, and your friend, like first thing people ask me, like when they find out I watch wrestling, who's your favorite wrestler? What's your favorite match? Da da da. It's like, there's so much cool stuff to talk about. Like for me, like oh. I could never get into sport. Like I, I would get into sports just because I would play the game for Sega Genesis. Otherwise I wouldn't know any of the players. Like if somebody came up to me and say, like who's your favorite basketball player? I'm like, uh, Michael Jordan. They're like, well, you retired like 50 years ago. So anybody else? I'm like, oh, no, not really. You know, <laughs> <but with> re- <laughs> just I never stayed into uh, sports, but, but with wrestling, it's like, it's such, for me, it's just such an easy talking point. Hey, what's your favorite team? What's your favorite match? What's your favorite? And like I could talk about wrestling like all day, you know?
1: Yeah, and I and I think that really highlights, like, a true passion. Like, if it's something that you can literally talk about with anyone at right. a certain level, but, like, really get into a conversation with someone else who connects on that, I think right. that, show, that show's like, hey, I really have a passion about that. Sure. Do you remember your first live wrestling
0: show? Yep. It was uh, April. So it was according to history of WWE.com. At least I think it's the website I got from. It was an AWA show. It was April first, eighty four. And I'm surprised that it was April first, because I would think I would remember that it was April Fool's Day, but apparently I don't. Um but that was my first one, at the Rosemont Horizon, back in nineteen eighty four. What was it
1: like uh the first time you kinda entered the arena and like the thing that you've seen on TV for so long is now yeah. live in front of you
0: it was pretty amazing because you see the ring because I've only seen a ring on TV, but to see an actual ring in real life, I was like, Oh my God. Cause you don't see wrestling rings just, you know, every day, obviously. So just seeing it. And to me, that stuff was larger than life, you know, it's like their battleground or whatever you want to call it to see it in real life. When you're 10 years old, is like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And like the first time you heard somebody like hit a turnbuckle, Or take a body slam, you're like, Jesus, I thought this stuff was fake. Because it doesn't sound fake when you're there. It it sounds, like, pretty real, you know? It's like, wow, they must really be hurting each other, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah, and and those rings back then, like, I think famously people have talked about, like, they did not have the give. No give, no, not at
0: all. Right, exactly,
1: exactly. And, I mean, wrestlers back then were, like, bigger. So, that like, the impact must have been... Although they were they were doing less they were doing less than what people they, are they, doing now
0: they would do less like big bumps as we say in the biz
1: but yeah. <laughs> yeah. um
0: but that doesn't mean they weren't, weren't working as hard they just weren't doing yeah. as much and, and by doing that they probably prolonged their career by like 20 30 years or whatever it was yeah so
1: after your first who'd you go to that first show with
0: it was me, grandpa, grandma, the, so my mom and dad, for those that are list, trying to keep the track. Um I think I think literally all of us went. I think Lisa went, I think Alan went, Steve, Steve went I think it was all of us. The only person that might not have went is Lisa. Ronnie for sure went. So there are a lot of us. So
1: but you you and grandpa were like the wrestling fans. What was what were the the rest of the family's response to it?
0: Uh, me, Grandpa, and Steve were the wrestling fans. That's when Steve okay. was staying with us. Um, they were they would get into it like they would do like the obligatory clap or whatever. Like they weren't really booing anybody or anything. Me personally, I was just kind of like like I wasn't really like I again I would do an obligatory clap or yay. I wasn't really booing anybody. I was more just like watching like other people and just like watching the matches, almost like in awe because it was like. Again, it wasn't like baseball that you can go see. There's 365,000 games a year. You can go to like millions of baseball games. So there wasn't wrestling every day like that. So for me to see it like in person, I was just kind of taking it all in. Um, I remember seeing, that was the first time I had ever seen the Road Warriors live. And I had only seen them in Georgia Championship Wrestling where they were bad guys. So they're wrestling in the AWA. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. And I'm expecting they're going to get booed. And this is when I first learned that if you're from a certain hometown, like if you're from Chicago and you wrestle in Chicago, or if you're from Chicago and you're in wrestling in Chicago, people are going to cheer you. I didn't know that. So they come out and the place loses their minds. I'm like, but the guys were bad guys. Why are you guys cheering? You know? Um, so it's like just more, just kind of like drinking in the experience for me. Um, Grandpa, I think he just kind of like, you know, he's never happy so he was just like ah this ain't like <laughs> bruiser and crusher you know so <laughs> but yeah i think everybody and again christ it's been a long time almost 40 years now um everybody just kind of like almost went along with the act it's like okay here's a good guy i'm gonna cheer here's a bad guy but a boo you know nobody was like none of us were turning to another, saying like oh this is fake or nothing like that or this dunk we go home you know we were all into it you know
1: was that like a, a big thing to like pay to go see a wrestling show for the family
0: uh I, get, I don't think so okay like you mean was it like almost like um treated like a big deal kind of thing yeah not really i don't see again it's been so long i can't remember um i think they just kind of were like hey we're gonna go see wrestling and i'm like oh awesome this is great but it wasn't treated like um like a big experience, at least not on my level. Like I was only 10, so maybe I wasn't really paying attention. Um, And maybe to them, they thought it was a big deal that we all go together, but I I didn't get that impression. I thought we were just like, hey, we're going to go see wrestling. We're all going to go together, and that's it. It wasn't a big, like, um, this is our big, you know, family trip, for lack of a better term. It was nothing like that. That's
1: interesting. Okay. Yeah, it just seems like, because I know growing up, if that much of my family got together for anything is a big deal but i
0: guess you had a larger family right to begin right and and that's the thing like you know because i'm the youngest of 10 for anybody that's uh interested and i never thought like our family was big i'm just like well there's just a lot of us that's just how it is and other people they have like two or three kids they're like you have 10 kids in your family i'm like yeah is that wrong is that bad they're like that's a lot i'm like oh okay i don't know because if you if it, I'm only in one family, so what do I have to compare it yeah. to? You know, I'm just like, all right, well, whatever. There's a lot of us. Great.
1: <laughs> See, I find it interesting because uh, you mentioned my father, Alan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Several times. Uh, you mentioned he wasn't that big into wrestling.
0: Where I did, I didn't get, I didn't notice that he was into any kind of wrestling until. Man, you know, now that I think about it, I have a bunch of old Chicago wrestling programs from like either the late 60s or early 70s. I'm not sure. And he insisted up and down. They were his. He's like, but you could have them. They're mine, but you could have them. I'm like, you don't even watch wrestling. So he must at some point, he must have been some sort of fan. Um, I know as he got old, like later on, like when you were becoming like a like 10, 11, 12, 13 year old, um, he would I don't know if he would watch it, but he certainly would keep up with it. I mean, he knew what was going on all the time. I mean, it was yeah. he lives with Grandpa too. I mean, Grandpa was watching it all the time. So, but I, I, I think, I think he liked it, but he was not nearly the nerd fan I was. Yeah. But I, I think he liked it. He's he. I mean, he probably
1: was the the type. I think this is pretty common. Liked it until high school. Yeah. Discovered women. Yeah. And then never looked back until it was, until his child started liking it.
0: Yeah, it right. And that, what's funny is that I hear about, like, people I talk to, they're like, oh, I watched it as a kid, and then I started dating girls, and then I stopped watching it, and then I watched it later. I'm like, I never stopped watching. I, not that I dated a lot of girls, but <laughs> yeah. there was never, <laughs> there was never, I, I watch it less now than ever but it's just, it's literally just because I have two kids. I got two dogs or no shit. I got four dogs. I got a wife. I got my dad live with me and I work 50 hours a week. And that's a lot. I mean, just three hours of raw on Monday. That's a lot. That's a lot of time. And that's just one show. I haven't even gotten into the other shows that are on now. I I watch highlights. I know what's going on. I keep up with it as best I can. I just don't have the time to watch it. So, As far as like watching wrestling, this is probably the least amount of time I've watched wrestling. But it's just out of necessity. Not because I don't like it anymore, like it any less. It's just I don't have time.
1: What do you think uh, it is about wrestling that, like, you stuck with it when other people kind of fell off?
0: I think I was, um, I felt kind of like invested in these wrestlers when I when I started watching. Like, so I figure, so when I get into high school, that's 88. At that point, I had been watching for eight years. I was a huge Hogan fan, Ric Flair, Savage, like all, all the heavy hitters. And at that point, I was such a fan of them. I could not be like, oh, I like girls now. I'm not going to watch it. Because to me, even though I didn't watch sports, wrestling was my sport. And if you're a Cubs fan, you don't stop watching baseball because you meet girls. At least I don't think you do. I'm every Cubs fan. I know they never stop watching. So for me, even though it wasn't a sport per se, it was my sport because I didn't like real sports. So that was my sport. So I never, there was never any period where I was like, Oh, I, I can't watch this because you know, a a girl might not like it. Like I would have, and I, again, I didn't date a lot of people, but when I would see people, they'd come by, they're walking my room. There's wrestling posters everywhere. They're like, uh, you have a bunch of half-naked men here. I'm like, oh, I watched wrestling. Sorry. What the fuck do you want me to tell you? Oh, sorry. I don't know what you want me to tell you. And I never see them again, but whatever. <laughs> but yeah. That's fine. I don't care. Whatever.
1: You, you, I will say this, You can swear on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> we we technically never told the children to stop covering their ears, so hopefully they're still on their ears, ears covered. Um, I think that's interesting that, like, This was something that you would not, you would never, you never hid. You were, it was never something that you were going to, we'll go, we'll go biblical. You, you were never going to deny, like right? you were not, I I believe it was Peter. I grew up Catholic. I should know this a little more.
0: You should. Jesus. Uh,
1: Who denied Jesus three times. Um, Right. Wrestling. You would never do that. Right. Do you feel like how do you feel like that kind of changed your trajectory in life? Do you feel like you missed out on a few things? Do you feel like you got more out of stuff because of that? Uh,
0: I, so like when I was a teenager, well, first of all, I married really young. I married at twenty one. So if I missed out on anything, it's because I got married, but not, I not, but I don't think I missed out on anything. Um, like when I was, when I was in high school, I would be the kid that would be – I would just stay home and play Nintendo and watch TV or watch wrestling, whatever it was on, and I wouldn't go party. A couple of reasons. One, I was never invited because <laughs> that, like, that was mostly like the popular football player kids and that was not one of them. Um, and two, I was scared to death of my mother and your grandmother uh, that I would go out and do something wrong and that would be the end of me. Um, I see where a lot of um, – how do I phrase this without – Getting sued or anything. I I know a lot of people that I went to high school with did make a lot of like partying decisions that maybe they shouldn't have made, and it affected them later in life. So I'm 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 perfectly content with the choices I made to do nothing. You know what I mean? Um, I, I'm fine with that. I I I've never been like, oh crap, I shouldn't have stayed home to watch Clash of the Champions. I should have went out. I never thought that. I'd rather well, it's like, well, I I'd rather stay. Even now, like, I'd rather not even go anywhere. Anyways, I'd rather just stay home. I kind of a homebody now
1: (laughs) that makes it. I mean, I think that, that again, I think that highlights a a true passion of yours that there's, I think some people might say like, well, I was really into this, but I, I wish I wasn't like the fact that wrestling has never been that. Cause there are even times, uh, there was one time I was, I was on the football team in high school. Yeah. And I broke my arm before the season started, freshman year.
0: I remember this. Yep, I remember.
1: Um, so like to have me be a part of the team, I became the the a videographer. So I'd film all the games.
0: Right, right, that's right.
1: Which sucked. Uh, the, yeah. The the thought process was nice, and that they wanted me to still kind of be a part of the team. But like, really, what they did was they isolated me in the press box. Yeah. <laughs> for every yeah. football game. <laughs> um
0: yeah.
1: so there's one time that the um the game got postponed. It should have been on Saturday, but it got postponed to Monday night. And the right. night it got postponed was the night that uh Raw was in Chicago. Oh wow. Now we didn't have uh money for uh tickets at the time. But what my dad would do is he would take us to – or take me. I was the only one. He'd take me to Mm -hmm. the hotel the wrestlers were staying at, and I'd meet the wrestlers. Yeah. So I couldn't just tell the coach saying, hey, I can't do this game because I'm going to go hang out at a hotel to try to meet wrestlers. Uh, (laughs) If I had tickets to it, I could say, my family already bought these tickets. I can't get out of this. I didn't have that excuse. So I think I just lied and said that I had like a family dinner. Uh, the entire time or d- during that time. And they're like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Which is like the opposite. Like I felt like I needed to hide what I was doing. Cause if right. I, if I was, if I was as sure about it as you were, right. I would have said like, Oh, I already have plans to go hang out with wrestlers. So I can't do this. Right. Uh, But I was still trying to maintain that like
0: social, sure sure i I, I get why people would do that too like i don't i don't begrudge anybody it's like because i mean most sane people don't want to admit they watch wrestling <laughs> <laughs> and much less say hey i can't come to the game because my dad's gonna take me to meet a bunch of wrestlers you know i yeah i i, I can understand why people wouldn't say that so I don't, I don't fault anybody for erring on the side of caution with that
1: well no but uh, w- I say that only because it like really highlights you in that like you were so sure in this and that your 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 fandom was, was so clear that you would never ever hide that, which I think is is admirable and it shows that it's like a, like a big part of your life.
0: Right. Even like when I first started working at <coughs> Dominic's, in case you, maybe people don't know what Dominic's is. They used to be a grocery store and they closed. Um, this was a few when I went back in two thousand six. I needed a night off and I ended up not going with you. But I said to my, um, my boss, I'm like, Hey, can I get Friday off? He's like, what do you need it for? I'm like, I'm going to go meet Harley race. And he's like, he's still alive. <laughs> I'm like, you know who he is? <laughs> uh, I ended up not going though. I think you text me that day. I, I he, yeah. I ended up having, I was working overnight at the time and I'm having to work that night. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting out of bed right now. Uh, but I, I've always been upfront with people. I'm like, like I would always take off every WrestleMania Sunday up until like two years ago. Like I didn't t- take off last year because I didn't care, but every year prior to that, I would tell my boss, "I'm like, listen, I need WrestleMania Sunday off." Like, Are you serious? I'm like, "Yep." I'm like, "I'm I I have people over. It's a big party. It's basically our Super Bowl. I, I'm not I'm not coming in. And if you schedule me, I'm not going to come in." Like, I never had to say it like that, but I was thinking, like, I'm not coming in, you know. And and, and normally when I have WrestleMania parties, I rarely watch it because I'm us- usually just shooting the shit with my friends and then i'll occasionally look at like oh there's ronda rousey or oh there's this and the other thing it's usually it's more of a social gathering than it is necessarily to watch wrestling even though i love wrestling when i have wrestlemania parties most people i invite over don't even watch wrestling they're just coming there for food and to sh- shoot the shit with people so um i've always had wrestlemania sunday off i may take it off this year too but i don't know we'll see what kind of card they have scheduled
1: well, it's, it's two, it's, they're doing two nights. It's again. two days
0: again. Okay. Yeah. I can't do two days. <laughs> I can't think I'm all weekend for wrestling. I wish they, if I have one thing that I wish wrestling would do. So I, I'm going against the script here. I'm sorry. So my, the first clash of the champions was sting versus Ric Flair. And it's still one of my favorite shows ever, 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 ever. And I'll tell you why in a second, but I'll get to that in a second. Um, the show started like three in the afternoon and it was done by like five 30. And that's how I like to watch wrestling. Cause when I get out of the show, there's still sunlight out. I can talk about what we just watched. We could, you know, say like, Hey, that was pretty awesome. When you know, Luger did this and Barry window, blah, 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 whatever. If the show gets out at like 10, 10 30 at night at, at my age, I just want to go home and go to bed. I don't get out. I don't like want to get out and talk about what a great show I just watched. I just want to get out of there and get to sleep. If it's during the day, then I have more time to like absorb what happened. We could talk about it. We could go out to dinner afterwards, kind of thing. I personally like daytime wrestling stuff, and I just like you know having the sun still out when I get out of something, you know.
1: Yeah, I I can kind of relate to that. There's a a local wrestling company, Freelance Wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, great. You've never gone. I
0: know it's on my list. It's on my list. They
1: they used to start their shows at nine p.m. <laughs>
0: It's not on my list. Yeah. (laughs) And then and then it would get
1: out a lot of times after midnight. And I'm at the time I was I was young. I would go out to bars and stuff like that. Yeah. But like it was just so late. They they since then have moved them to eight PM, which is probably still late for you. But then they're usually out by like ten thirty. It's like the perfect time for me. For me for wrestling. Yeah. Um, but uh, there is I, I think that's that's a common thing in wrestling, like it takes a lot out of you. Yeah, it does. Um so I guess to kinda to look at we've kinda covered like the where wrestling kinda entered your life and kinda how it's shaped you. Yeah. You're now um a little bit older again. I I apologize to rub it in but there are, a lot of times, there are there are a lot of times where i'm interviewing people younger than me this is a this is a rare it's nice for right me. isn't that nice yeah. <laughs> um but where do you kind of like how do you see wrestling kind of fitting into your life in the future
0: uh there there's never and i, I it's funny because i have a bunch of facebook friends and we're all wrestling fans and i'll complain about like a current wrestling like other wrestling fans um, just, I won't get into specifics, but it's just like how they annoy me or whatever. But I'll always, almost in every conversation, I'll be like, I'll, um, there's never gonna be a time where I'm not going to like wrestling uh, unless like it either goes away. Cause even now, like, like when I try to watch it, like a lot of it's pretty brutal. Um, not necessarily the stuff in the ring, but a lot of times the out of the ring stuff looks really, and sometimes the in ring stuff too, to be honest, looks really overproduced and over polished this is my opinion i'm not saying it's bad good or indifferent i'm just saying it, what i like i like it a little um sloppier a little dirtier a little grungier for lack of a better term um but when i see a match that stands out like i can't remember what match it was last year it was like walter against some guy i can't remember who it was it wasn't that long ago It was only a few months ago
1: Oh, Timothy um, Thatcher, I think it was.
0: It wasn't Timothy Thatcher. Oh, no. Uh, he, he's Eli- great, too.
1: Yeah, it was Dragonoff. Uh,
0: Dragonoff, okay. Yeah. I see a match like that, and I'm just uh, – that reminds me – thank you. That reminds me why I'm a, a pro wrestling fan. And it just takes one good match. For me, like wrestling is like my abusive husband or wife in this case <laughs> – Although I already have an abusive wife. It's like my, it's like my abusive wife. I just keep going back and it's awful in my eyes. And there'll be one thing they do nice for me, like a Walter match or a good, um, you know, FTR against uh, American alpha. I'm going back a few years, but something like that, that'll remind me, okay, this is why I watch this stuff. This is why I've always loved wrestling. And that's all it takes for me. Like if I get, if I watch a WrestleMania with 50 crappy matches and there's one great one, I'm not going to remember the 50 crappy matches. I'm only going to remember the good one. And I've always, but that's just how I am in like everyday life. Like I, I try to look, I'm a really cup half full guy. Um, and especially with like the modern product, you kind of, you're either going to not watch it at all, or you're going to watch it and not like it. So you kind of have to really be a little more, if you're an old, if you're an old school fan like me, you have to be a little more acceptant that it's not the same as when we were kids, or even before even before I was born. It's just not the same, and I think some people forget that. Like, oh, well, that's you know, so phony now, and they and it's like, dude, it's been phony for since I've been watching it. And when I say phony, I mean no disrespect to wrestlers; it, it's been predetermined. Um, mm-hmm. It, I think people look back on the olden days, and they. I seem to remember it being like one hundred percent realistic and blah blah blah, and it just wasn't. Even though I like the older stuff, I I understand that there were some you know flaws there too. So I'll always be, I'll always be a wrestling fan. I'll never not be a wrestling fan unless it just goes away or they re, they would have to do something really really awful to like drive me off. You know.
1: Yeah, and I I think that that really I think speaks to the the idea like. You know what you like, and you've accepted, like, this is what this is in a perfect scenario, what it looks like. Right. And you'll find that no matter what. Um, And nowadays with the WB network, which is being rolled into. Now it's going
0: to Peacock. Yeah, I got it. Now I got to figure that
1: out. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, no, I will say this.
0: I think it's Uh, cheaper
1: now, isn't it? it, Well, if you want to watch it with ads, it'll be cheaper. Plus, you get everything that's on Peacock.
0: Yeah, it's or cool. I you think can we,
1: pay the same amount, and you get no ads and everything that's on Peacock.
0: I'll pay the same amount. I think we have Peacock already through Xfinity. Yeah, so it'll be free for you. Okay, you're saving
1: ten dollars now going oh, to man. to Peacock.
0: <laughs> now I now I could buy wrestling autographs.
1: And <laughs> and you want to you know, know what else is on Peacock? Huh. Every episode of Columbo.
0: Man, I watched Columbo since like nineteen
1: eighty. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm slowly I'm on. The nine season right now. You, Oh, you watch Columbo. Oh yeah. It's the best. Everyone out there. I know we're talking about professional wrestling, but I will give a shout out to Columbo. If you, if the only cop shows you've watched are like Chicago PD or SVU. Yeah. Watch Columbo. It's slower paced. They, they, they tell you how the, how the crime was committed at the very beginning of the episode. They're an hour and a half long, but the 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 it just is such a, a peaceful show as compared to what's on TV now. Like there's sure. there's a relaxing quality to it. So yeah, you were, you were
0: born you were born about twenty years too late. <laughs> yeah, I know,
1: I know, I know. I know. <laughs> hey, but I mean, like we we're just saying, everything, all this stuff is available to stream nowadays. So yeah, it's pretty amazing. There, there's always a place to kind of seek that stuff out.
0: Yep. Absolutely.
1: Um, uh, as we kind of close out, is there anything that you want to, that you don't feel like we've, we've touched on that you really want to convey how wrestling has affected your life?
0: I think if there's, it probably hasn't affected my life for the better, to be honest, but I don't know that it's affected it for the worse either. Um, I think if there's anything to be learned from my wrestling fandom, Is never be ashamed of what you like. What you like is what you like, and that's it. You don't have to answer anybody if it's a certain type of music you like. I had a friend, Brandon, who, again, I'm still friends to this day. He used to listen to like classical music, like not like classic rock, like classical, like Mozart crap. And like other kids will make fun of him. It's like, that's the music he likes. Why are you picking on him? Well, you care. And as you get older, you realize that it really doesn't matter. But my point is whatever you like is what you like, and you don't have to. Answer to anybody, you don't have to justify it to anybody. If you like, you know, pro wrestling, then that's what you like, and it's nothing to be ashamed of, unless you're like, you know, some have something to be ashamed of.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think there's very few passions that someone should not tell anyone about.
0: Right, like um, even, like I I hear about people that are like fans of like um like guys that are friends fans of my little pony and uh-huh. they're called like, they're called like bronies. Yeah. Which, which it's hilarious. Like I can't pick on them. That's hilarious. You like my little yeah. pony. So what? Like I don't, but whatever. So what? I mean, ponies are cool. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Get yeah. For that.
1: I think that is, as a great message to kind of end out on. It's like, don't be afraid to like what you like. That is such a good message. And I'm so glad that I was able to have you on here. Episode 26, we're halfway through a year. Yep, I didn't. Yep. It's amazing we've made it this far. Um, now, you're not necessarily a public person, but you are very active on social media. Would you like to share how people can follow you?
0: Sure. My uh, Twitter handle, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm not sure what it is. My Twitter handle is at Chris, C-H-R-I-S three one nine seven four that's my birthday if you want to buy me anything um i'm on instagram at uh oh my name's C H R I S Z A U C H A, just one word and then i'm on facebook but don't send me any friend requests because uh, Mm -hmm. unless you're gonna like everything i say because there's nothing i hate more i don't want i mean to end this on a negative note there's nothing I hate more than somebody sending me a friend request and not reacting to stuff I post because everything I post is hilarious. So it, <laughs> it, it should at least get a like emoji at the very least.
1: Abs. I will say this: I I follow Chris on all these. I think I get the pass as being in a family. I don't like everything that you say. No, you're there, fine. There are times I think. Just be forewarned if you want to to follow. Uh, Chris has been in Twitter jail before he has been in Facebook jail before.
0: <laughs> Have you ever
1: been in Instagram jail? No,
0: no, no, no. no okay. No, no, no. So
1: that might be the safest platform to follow <laughs> him. In.
0: But, one, Instagram yes. is probably the best one, honestly. Um, yes.
1: So just be aware, but I will say this, it's a very entertaining follow. If you want to see uh, a puppy pit bull, he posts about that a lot. They just, they just got a, a, a pit bull puppy. Yep. Um, but yeah so I mean a, a true pleasure to have you on
0: yes for um, sure I appreciate you having me it's nice talk absolutely um I don't, for, I don't see you I don't see you anymore
1: that's you're a ter- I, I, you're,
0: you're a terrible nephew <laughs> <laughs> hey, I,
1: it's not my fault I live in civilization and you live on the outskirts of that
0: <laughs> yeah that's true I'll give you that
1: yeah um uh for all you listening Uh, If this is your first episode, we do this every Tuesday. Uh, You can find us on social media, going to Instagram, What Do You Like Podcast, Twitter at WDYLpodcast, or you can go to our website, whatdoyoulikepodcast.com. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to give us a subscribe. It's free. It doesn't cost anything. Um, You'll get the the podcast automatically every week. Uh, Also, feel free on your favorite podcast platform, give us a five-star review if you've enjoyed um we always appreciate those as well Uh, and with that always a pleasure to to speak with you Uh, i promise i'll I'll speak to you uh, uh, again not recorded in the near
0: future i I have a birthday in march so i'll at least get a uh, happy birthday text message
1: Uh, hopefully it might be the day after (laughs) But i'll
0: text you on my birthday and say wish me a happy birthday perfect
1: That's exactly what I need. Uh, Thank you again. And everyone listening, we will see you next time.